host of Bosa Most Roast DP, and uh, at this point, I would normally pass it over to uh, the cricket chirp chirp. But um, yeah, I've got some. I've got some not great news. Not great news. Uh, unfortunately, Jimmy J, um, my BFF, uh, the dude who uh, I love with all my heart and soul, has uh, expressed to me that he needs to step away from the podcast. Unfortunately, Jim has some things going on in in his life that he needs to deal with. I've told him that I loved him, that I do love him, uh, and that I'm here for him if he needs me, and I will try and support him as best I can. I don't know how long this is going to go for. Uh, the good news is is that Jim did say that he hopes that he's going to uh, that this is just going to be a short hiatus from the from the podcast. But uh, I guess it kind of depends on how things unfold, and I don't want to speak on Jim's behalf. I don't want to go into too much detail. Um, because that's his story, that's his life, and I'll let him kind of navigate those waters the way that he needs to. Um, but I, uh, but th- this is going to be, this is going to be kind of solo, a solo effort going forward. I don't know how this is going to work. I've never really done anything like this before. Right now, I feel like I'm just kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, talking into the abyss. And uh, hopefully there's still somebody out there that's going to be listening to this. I know that we do have a very small but loyal fan base that seems to be tuning in uh, each and every or into us biweekly because whatever it is that we are saying seems to be resonating with some of you. And I felt like I, I owed it to you to continue this in some fashion. I told Jim that I would be holding uh, holding down the proverbial straight love fort for him uh, so that his seat next to me he'll, here will be uh, nice and warm for uh, hopefully when he does return. But uh, as of right now, we don't know when that's going to be or if that's going to be, but I'm uh, I'm, I'm hoping beyond all hopes that uh, Jim can do what he needs to do and, um, and figure it out. But uh, Jim, we love you. I know that the Straight Love listeners love you. I know that this podcast is almost impossible to do, obviously, without you because this is kind of our thing. And I think that uh, one thing that I mean, it, it makes me sad that Jim isn't here right now that we can't do the podcast. But one of the the constants in my life was was going to Jim's place every two weeks, you know, and 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 sitting there with him. And as as much as we would talk, obviously, on the podcast, and a lot of what we would be discussing is what you would hear. Uh, we would spend maybe an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours, just sitting there having a cup of tea because you know Jim's a big tea drinker, uh, or or whatever the, your beverage of choice might be, and just. And just, you know, connecting, connecting. And I know that that's uh, something that I'm going to miss. It's, um, I know that that's, I don't know, uh, you know, I I don't want to go into any kind of, uh, make any kind of assumptions here, but I know that that isn't something that a lot of men, unfortunately, do have in their life. They don't have a, a lot of other men that they can sit with, connect with, get real with, talk about the universe with, talk about love with, talk about sex with, talk about, uh, I mean, you name it, fill in the blank. Jim and I would just kind of ramble and uh, and listen to each other. Uh, it's so important to listen. You know, that's I think that that's one thing, obviously, that's really missing a lot today. You've got a lot of people with a lot to say and a lot of people to listen to them. And a lot of people don't feel listened to, unfortunately. So uh, Jim was always a great listener. And I hope that I was also a good listener for him. And I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that. Just as much as I'm not, uh, just as much as not having him here on the podcast, you know, being able to, to connect like that, you know, it, it gave us an excuse to get together. And, uh, you know, as, as, as much as we all like to think that we get together with our friends as, as much as we'd like to, 
The simple fact of the matter is, is that we have a tendency to kind of place other things in, in front of those get togethers, right? Whether that's, I mean, you know, if you've got a family, the kids come first, your partner comes first. Sometimes you're too tired. You want to have your me time. And uh, more often than not, we're canceling those plans that we make with people. And we run into them at the mall and we run into them at the, at the, at the pub or wherever. And we say, hey, you know, we got to we got to make some plans. We got to make some plans. And everybody always kind of looks forward to those plans that never seem to really take place. And that's what was really great about seeing Jim so often. You know, we we our, our podcast was the excuse that we needed to ensure that we saw each other as much as uh, as we did. And I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that for hopefully just the time being, because it's uh, it won't be as he won't be uh, away as long as uh, I think he might. But look, I'm, I'm just speculating at this point in time. So as of today, as of right now, uh, I'm going to continue to try and do these podcasts every two weeks. I'm going to uh, try to potentially bring on some guests. I know we had some guests in the past. Uh, I might <laughs> I might have to throw out the SOS, the uh, the white flag, and say, save my soul, somebody out there, and have uh, have some guests on here that we can continue to uh, tickle your uh, tickle your eardrums with and make sure that we are pumping straight hot love into your eardrums. Okay, uh, I might edit that out. I don't know. Uh- <laughs> so thank you for continuing to be here with me. Uh, in my own life right now, I have been, unfortunately, uh, surrendering to some cheap dopamine hits. I uh, took the plunge and binge-watched Love is Blind, the fourth season. Now, this uh, podcast, of course, is about love, so I feel like that is still a bit apropos. I I am not a very big reality TV show fan, I'm going to tell you that, and a lot of these kinds of shows, uh, they they obviously seem very scripted, and, and they try and formulate this kind of reality that appeals to the listener. For whatever reason, this one in particular, though, does seem to appeal to me a little bit. And for those of you that don't know what this show is, uh, basically they, they find a bunch of people uh, from all over the States and they put them in two separate rooms that's separated by a mural. So you can't actually see the person that you're connecting with. And then you just do that. You, you connect, you talk, you try and, uh, and establish some sort of a connection, whether that's emotional or spiritual or, you know, trying to find some common ground, uh, seeing how you vibe with that person more than anything, which is, I think I find that appealing because we obviously live in a world today where we are so used to judging people on their appearance, right? Especially when it comes to online. I mean, people are swiping left and right on Tinder after looking at somebody's face for two, three seconds and deciding, you know, no, this isn't somebody that I want to spend any of my life with. So we're, we're, we're very much geared towards judging people solely on what they look like, their body types, their their facial structures, their bone structures, their eye colors, their hair colors, all that kind of thing. And it's interesting to see how when those kinds of things are removed and you're trying to connect with somebody without having the, the distractions of the physical, that there are some 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 bonds that end up uh, uh, kind of formulating during that show. And I mean, you can say that I'm that I'm, uh, you know, falling for it. Uh, this is all scripted. It's nonsense. It's just uh, playing on my emotions. But uh, there, there does seem to be something there. I do enjoy it. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit ashamed to say, but hey, you know, that's the reality of the situation. I can't pretend like I don't like what I what I like. Uh, and uh, but of course, you know, what ends up happening is after they 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 make these kinds of bonds, these emotional connections, spiritual, whatever it is, they do finally end up meeting and. 
It's also interesting to see how, in some cases, the entire package ends up coming together. They like what they see as well. And now you've kind of got the whole package. You've got the, the, the emotional connection, the spiritual connection, whatever that connection is, along with the physical. And then there's other instances where no kind of uh, connection outside of the physical can save the fact that, hey, I am just not attracted to you. Now, that could also have, uh, it, it might not just be the physical as well. You know, Jim and I have, have talked on this show before about that, that kind of energy force field that we have surrounding us. And then when you actually become, come into contact with someone, um, that's where that vibe is. You know, that's where that, you know, that, that magnetic draw kind of thing. You know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting how we use these kinds of words to describe those kinds of, of connections with people, but it's a real, real thing. You know, um, uh, you, you can you can feel someone. That's where that spark is. You know, we use like sparks, fireworks. Um, you know, you, you, your hands start to sweat a little bit. Your throat gets dry. Your uh, heart beats a little faster. Um, you know, if you're a dude, you're trying to hide your erection. These are just real things that end up happening when you're around someone that you're very much attracted to. You can smell them, their their hair, their you know, uh, uh, cologne, whatever it is. And, and that's going to draw you to that person a little bit more. So it is an interesting show. If you haven't checked it out, can I recommend it to you? You might think it's poppycock. I don't know if, if I've ever actually used the word poppycock properly in a, uh, in any kind of format before. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that for what it is, I guess, but <laughs> regardless, yeah, maybe check it out. Take a look. Let me know if you like it. I don't know. It seems to be popular. It's on its fourth season. And, uh, you know, linked uh, for, for Netflix these days, whenever they find anything that seems to be resonating with people, they're going to kind of soak it dry, which they've been doing with this. So I will continue to watch this. Uh, I think that the next series of, of uh, episodes comes out tomorrow, which I'm really looking forward to. Again, ashamed to say, but it is what it is, and I'll continue to watch it. And maybe I'll do another episode on it if you guys are digging this kind of thing. So from there... What else are we going to talk about today? Um, I had done a, a, a very short kind of video clip that I posted on, on our Instagram page. If you don't follow us on Instagram, that is, of course, uh, straight love, str, the number eight dot love. And I talked about uh, happiness and um, how people kind of, you know, there's, there's, there's this, this, uh, there's this misconception that happiness might just come to us. At some point, it's something that we always think that at some point we'll be happy. We'll be happy when our kids move out of the house. We'll be happy when we get that job that we want. We'll be happy when we retire. We'll be happy when we find love. We'll be happy when, I mean, fill in the blank. It can go on and on and on forever. And then life just kind of starts passing you by. And, you know, you, you, you forget that happiness. I mean, happiness, enjoyment, fulfillment, those kinds of things are around us every day. And it's just a, a matter of kind of raising our vibration, kind of developing that self-awareness to figure out a way to ensure that we're finding it in some way, you know, whatever that is. Now, don't do like me and think that the cheap dopamine hits that you're getting from Netflix or, 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 or translating it to happiness. Like maybe my brain is, is, uh, is tricking me into thinking that way because it is releasing that dopamine. I'm feeling really good while I'm watching it, but you know, there, there are, different ways to be able to kind of cultivate that in your own life. And whether that is, you know, in, in incorporating some sort of a gratitude practice, you know, I talk about journaling all the time, Jim and I are going to be releasing our own journal at some point. That's kind of a, of a passion project that we've got on the side. That's a big way of doing it. Uh, relationships, 
relationships. So important. Look, if you're a hermit, I get it. You're hanging out with, maybe you got some relationships with the animals out there. That's cool too. But uh, relationships really important, whether that's friendships, love that you have in your life, family. You know, that's another regret from the uh, from the dying. Excuse me, I'm just going to take a quick sip of coffee here. That is one another uh, regret of the uh, of the dying is that I wish I would have stayed in contact with my friends, and uh, you know that kind of circles back to what we were saying at the beginning as well. There about uh, about uh, you know uh, uh, friends always kind of for whatever reason coming last on our priority list when uh, when when we're we're trying to make plans and and formulate our days and all that kind of thing. So. Relationships super important. Making sure that we nurture those relationships. I think that we end up getting a lot more out of them than we think that we do. Um, so finding happiness, figuring out a way to be happy, and certainly don't wait until retirement. You know, because um, I think I read the other day, what is it? The average life expectancy up here in Canada, at least, I think is about eighty one, eighty two years, and then the uh, average. Retirement age is around 65. So that leaves you with about 15 years uh, where you're not working. Okay. Now, if you hate your job and you can't wait to get out of it, first of all, I mean, you know, I, I get it. I get it. But if you, if you think you're going to be happy at 65, and God knows what kind of health pro uh, issues you might be dealing with at that point in time as well, I think that we all, for whatever reason, have kind of fooled ourselves into thinking that we're going to have these these golden years that are going to be filled with, uh, you know, nothing but peace and quiet and love and traveling, potentially sitting on a beach, drinking a Mai Tai. But the simple fact of the matter is, is that when you are that age, especially if you're not taking care of yourself now, you're not going to be well later. So don't wait until then, certainly to start living your life because we're not guaranteed anything. We are not guaranteed anything. We're not even guaranteed tomorrow. Right? So don't wait. Don't wait and and start taking care of yourself now so that 80-year-old you can maybe go to the Yucatan. If that even is a place, I don't know, Yucatan. Why would I say that? I know look, I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. I've got nobody to talk to. I've got nobody to bounce these ideas off of right now. All I'm doing is staring at a cup of coffee and a uh, wireless mouse. I should probably get more inspirational uh, drawings in this room that I'm in right now or something else to look at. Anyways, uh, what I'm getting at is that uh, don't wait, you know, don't wait to be happy. Don't wait to find some sort of enjoyment in your life. Don't wait and think that tomorrow will be better when today could be just as good, right? I know that these are kind of, um, you know, these kind of can be uh, uh, interpreted as just a, a bunch of, of hot air, uh, unfortunately. And I really don't want it to come off that way because that isn't my intention. Uh, I do try and, um, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm saying these things to myself as much as I'm saying them to you. And, uh, well, we'll take that for what it is as well, because they do help me certainly help, you know, develop my own self-awareness for heaven's sakes, because that can never stop developing. We can never stop, um, you know, just learning more and being more aware of whatever it is that's out there. So that's kind of what I wanted to communicate with you today. That's kind of one of the, one of the things that I wanted to, uh, a few of the things that I wanted to, to relay that the, the, number, the number one reason, of course, being that Jim isn't going to be here for the foreseeable future. And like I said, uh, send Jim your, your love, uh, send Jim your, I, I'm not going to say reach out to him. I, I really don't know if Jim wants people reaching out to him right now. I, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm kind of giving him some space right now, 
but uh, have them in your thoughts, have them in your prayers. I know that that seems to be like some sort of a um, something that people say all the time on on Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of thing, and it seems empty. And uh, it can be empty because I think that <laughs> I think that a lot of people say thoughts and prayers don't even think about those people or pray about those people, and they literally just say thoughts and prayers in that tweet or that Facebook post, and then leave it at that. And it's 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 empty in that way, but. Um, I mean, Jim and I have certainly, you know, talked about before the the power of prayer and the power of uh, positive thinking. So I'm sending Jim good vibes uh, each and every day. I love the guy to death. I hope he's doing okay. Uh, and I'm just going to leave you with one other thing that uh, that I saw that I thought, well, it just kind of, it, it made me stop scrolling and it gave me time for pause. And that is... Would your younger self be proud of the person that you are today? Would your younger self be proud of the person that you are today? And that kind of, uh, it stopped me in my tracks a little bit. Stopped me in my tracks a little bit. Got me thinking. I don't know. I can't remember necessarily what it was that I was aspiring to when I was young. You know, I think that like for the most part, I wanted to just be successful. I wanted to... I don't know if it was like, I want to grow up and get married and have kids and all that. I, I, I think it was just to be maybe, I don't know, happy. Regardless, would I be proud of the person that I am today? It's a tough question to answer. It's a tough question to answer because, I, I you know, my initial reaction is to say, Yes, but I mean, I, I, I know myself very well. And uh, sometimes, you know, you kind of feel like you're not living up to your own potential or you feel like you maybe have one too many regrets. But um, simple fact of the matter is maybe a lot of the times as well, we need to, need to be a little bit uh, gentler with ourselves and a little bit less critical. So what I'm going to do after this is go right over into the bathroom, look in the mirror and say, I love you, man. <laughs> I'm for sure not doing that. I'm definitely not doing that. I don't know. People do do that, though. You know, they have that positive self-talk. They look at themselves in the mirror. They say those kinds of things. I don't know. I can't. That that makes me feel. Isn't that weird? I don't know. It makes me feel strange. It makes me feel strange to say that to myself. I can say it to other people. I can say it to, jeez, uh, I can say it to almost anybody. But it's hard to say it to myself. But, um, hey, if you're one of those people that can do that and not have the your, your cringe boned uh, fluttering, props to you. I'm certainly not one of those people, but uh, to each their own. But that is the question I'm going to leave you with here today. Would your younger self be proud of the person that you are today? I hope that they would be. And thank you again for listening. Thank you for continuing to tune in. Like I said, I'm just holding down the fort, doing my best. Jim, I love you if you're listening. And of course, I love all of you. So uh, peace out for now. Love you. Bye-bye.